What is good, John? It's your boy, Biggie S'mores. Finally back at you with another episode of the Biggie S'mores Show. As always, go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. Guys, I apologize for being so long. Um... With Halloween and just the way that my work schedule has been lately, it's been super hard to be able to actually record, so I apologize for that, Um, but I'm glad you guys stuck with me and I'm glad you're listening right now, that means a lot to me. Uh, As always, I gotta send a big shout out to Big Billy Billimacki, Um, we'll talk about Something that he suggested to me later in this podcast. Um, so, like I said, things have been real hectic, and that's why I haven't been able to get a pod done. And um, also, the other problem that I've kind of been having with it is the fact that like there really hasn't been much in the sneaker world where I've really wanted to talk about stuff. Um, no, which is weird because normally this time of the year is when you start to kind of have surprise, uh, not necessarily surprise releases, but things that almost, uh, you'll start learning about stuff that kind of shows up out of nowhere and, um, Things like that. So, it, like I said, it's, it is kind of surprising that we don't, um, that there hasn't been a whole lot I really wanted to talk about. But it's just the way everything's landed, man. Um, you know, I feel like last year this time, everybody was super hyped about Concords. And, um, this year, you know, the Bread 11s are going to be dropping on December 14th. And there hasn't been a lot of hype. There hasn't been a lot of talk. Um, I mean, I, I know it'll build up here soon. But at the same time, I'm surprised that it ha- hasn't been there already. Um, the other... Uh, the other issue, other than work and just... There hasn't been a lot of uh, sneaker talk in that. It's just I've been going through some stuff. Um, and I know this isn't like the mental health podcast. But just like I've been going through just like weird things. Like I don't want to. Not necessarily that I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to. It's that I have not been able to get myself motivated to do things. I haven't been sleeping good, um, and just weird things like that, and I gotta figure out, I gotta figure out a way to change that and kick things back into gear, and, um, but yeah, like, it's been, it's been really tough to, you know, get myself to get going on things, and I mean, like, it's stupid shit, 
Things like, I know that I have to get the dishes done, but I just really don't want to. And I'll sit there and wait and wait and wait and not not end up doing it. And then all of a sudden I got to go to work. It's things like that. And um, it's been it's been more frustrating to me because my wife has been working her ass off at stuff. And I just, like I said, I don't know what it is. I just, I can't can't really get myself to kick it into gear and to get motivated and uh to actually do things and I mean some of it's stuff that like I said I really want to do you know like I know that I need to rearrange all my shoe stuff again and get into all that but I just I don't know what it is like I'll, I'll go up there and I'll be looking at them but it'll just be that. I'll just be sitting there and I'll be looking at him. Then I'll look at my phone for a while and then I'll look at him again. Like, like, um, like knowing that I have to get it together and get it done. And then I just kind of sit there and stare. And like I said, I don't know what's been going on. I don't know the necessary reason for it, but it's made things like, like doing this difficult. Whereas like, I'll make the excuse when I have to go into work at 1130, I'll make the excuse that I don't really have a lot of time to do it. When in reality, if I just did it, um, I, I, um, would get it done and it would be over with, you know? And the thing is like, especially like with this, like where I finally push myself, um, when I'm recording this part, at least it's a morning where I'm where I'm in that situation. I have to go to work at 11.30. I drop the voice off at school by 9 o'clock. I'm usually home a little after 9. And then I got to get ready. I typically start getting ready for work about an hour before I have to be at work. If I don't have the boys, it's usually earlier if I do. But, um... But... This morning, I'm I'm making myself do this. And the thing is, like, now that I have it set up and now that I'm going to do it, it doesn't feel like a chore and I feel silly for not having the motivation to get it done. Um, and, I mean, I think, I think it's something that everybody goes through at times. You know, we all have moments where things are tough and where uh, things are tough and we're... Um, Trying to find the words. Um, I think we all go through those moments where things are tough and it's hard to get yourself going. And, you know, it's hard to be motivated. It's hard to want to get things done. But it, I, I do think we go through it. I think a lot of it might just have might just have something to do with the all of a sudden instant cold snap that we've had here. Um it went from being nice fall, you know, high 30s, lower 40s, to all of a sudden we're 20 degrees. And we got a bunch of snow and things like that. And as much as, you know, as much as I say, you know, I, I live here because of the cold, you know, I don't have to deal with the heat, things like that. 
it is a mentally draining thing when there's the all, you know, like this year where it's just all of a sudden change and, you know, these past few days it's been, we've been looking at 10 degrees, you know, and that's okay in January, but shit, it's still November, so it does make it tough. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's enough about me and my problems and my struggles. I will talk a little bit about the bears here. Um, not very long, but I will give you guys a little bit of talk about that. And then we'll get into our usual sneaker news and notes. So let's get into some, uh, let's get into some bears talk. So to uh, to put it nicely here, the bears still stink. Um, we did have a win over the lions, but that first half was absolutely miserable. Um, I it's so tough because you know we came into these years with the uh, we came into this year with expectations. And to see things go the way they've gone has really, really sucked. Um, and I don't get it because, you know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden something with Trubisky will click. And he'll rattle off, like, the, the last drive of the first half in the Lions game. He, I'm pretty sure he went perfect on that drive. And then... That whole second half, he tore it up. I mean, he ended the game with like three touchdowns, and it's just it's it, it's frustrating because I'll, because it's like why can't Mitch always be that way? Why can't he always be that accurate? Why can't he actually make those throws? And it's like, like I said, it's it's really really frustrating to watch. And then even that defense is frustrating. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's just a, a lack of... I don't want to say a lack of care, but one of those things where they're sitting back and they're going, this offense is horrible, we're going to be on the field all game, like, and they're just kind of down. But they're not playing like the Bears have been. Um, we're not getting those turnovers that we were getting last year. And, I mean, some of that is luck. But, man, it's it's real frustrating. We're not getting the pressure that we used to get. Um, I think we're seeing now how underrated Akeem Hicks was for that Bears defense. Because, granted, like, Nick Williams, Nick Williams leads the team in sacks, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think Khalil got another sack, got a sack in that game. Um but, I mean, these guys are coming in and stepping up, but we're just, we're not able to get enough pressure. And there's been a lot of, um, a lot of hate towards Khalil Mack at this point because he did sign that huge monster deal that 60, what, six year, $141 million deal or whatever it was. Man. I, I, it's not that I don't see the effort from Mac. 
The thing is, I, he's getting double and triple teamed every play. Um, without Hicks there, Hicks is not drawing the attention that Hicks has to draw in order to free up Mac. And that's one of those things about football that people don't understand. Like people, you know, like Tim Kirchin always talks about in baseball. Um, it doesn't matter if you have one really, really big hitter. You know, like the the Angels can always have Mike Trout, but they're not. But they're not necessarily going to be in playoff contention. Um, because he's not out there every single time. You know, he only has one at bat. He's only going to make a an impact on defense if that ball is hit his way. You know, things like that and. In football, it's it's almost kind of similar because, uh, especially when it comes to the defensive side, one guy um, isn't always going to be able to make a huge impact. You know, you, you can have a great corner. Okay, you, sh- you, you can shut out a corner. You can just say, we're not throwing the ball that way. That's what used to happen a lot to uh, Richard Sherman or Daryl Rivas. Um, They'd say, we're not throwing the ball to, you know, on that side of the field. Rivas was one of those guys who would typically play whoever the best receiver was, so it made it a lot harder. But, um, yeah, and... You're kind of seeing that with Mac too, where the he's definitely the best, the best Bears player, probably the best, um, probably. St- I mean, he's definitely still the second, if not first, best pass rusher in the game. But without having that help, um, you know, we're not. He's not put, being able to put up those numbers. He's getting, like I said, it's the it's the double, it's the triple team, it's the fact that he's getting blatantly held, and they're not calling it. Um, it's 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 frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. Um, at the same time, I understand though that like we need more. We need more effort. Matt Nagy's play calling in the past couple weeks has definitely gotten a lot better. Um, ever since that Saints loss where we only ran the ball seven times. Um, the play calling's gotten a lot better. So uh, we, we, we got to put it together. That's the thing. Um, there is a very, very, very small chance we can still make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure we'd basically have to win out. Um this game against the Rams is super, super important. The Rams are a game ahead of us in the playoff picture, and it's super, super important that we come in and we win this game on Sunday. Um, I hope we can, but we'll see. Um, I'm a little disappointed too because I have to work during that game, but that is what it is. Anyway, that's enough from this depressed Bears fan about the Bears. Um, let's kick it over and get to some sneaker talk. 
Guys, I know I say it at the beginning and the end of every single episode, but please go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Please go follow me. Uh, Give me feedback on the podcast, man. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Give me suggestions. Everything helps. Every little bit helps. I'm doing this for the people, man. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't. Let me know if you want to be on an episode. I might let you come on. I don't know. You guys, thank you for always listening. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for the people that do give me feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Now back to the pod. All right, so let's get into some sneaker talk. Um, like I said, things haven't been, um, things haven't been that interesting in the sneaker world to me. Um, just a few things here and there. Um, this really won't be too, too long, but, um, so let's start it off with the easy 500 slate gray. We finally seen more pictures of it, and we finally have a December fourteenth release date for two twenty. Um, honestly, I kind of like. It's weird, but I do kind of like it. It has more of that almost boot feel to it. I mean, granted, I'm not spending two hundred twenty bucks on it, but it is one of those shoes that I really don't think is as bad as what people want to say i mean it is what it is um yeezy guys are gonna love it they're gonna cop it they're gonna get hyped up over it and whatnot but they said i'm not i definitely don't dislike the shoe that much i think it almost looks better as a high top but um i myself would not cop it uh, next up here, we got the Easy Foam Runner. It was finally unveiled with a price point of $75. This croc clog abomination, it looks like a lacrosse head. For, for those who don't know what that is, on a lacrosse stick at the top where the net is, um... There's, well, what the net goes into is called the head. Um, So it basically looks like a crosshead with a net in it. I mean, and the thing is, like, people are going to go nuts over this. It is hideous. It's hideous. But people are going to go nuts. They're going to lose their shit. They're going to love it. Just because it's 75 bucks. And because it has the easy name on it. Um, It's... Like I said, it's hideous. I if I see somebody wearing them, I mean, rock what you like, but probably still clown your ass. Uh, let's move over to uh, Nike here, and I am a little bit old on this. Um, they officially unveiled the Kyrie 6. The Kyrie 6 we have all seen pictures of so far, but it's officially unveiled. Um and a lot of people are drawing 
saying it draws similarities to the Nike the Nike Easy Two. It does in a way, you know. And when when you look at it, you do see a little bit of that in it, but I don't think it's that bad. Um, they stuck with um, the Turbo Zoom unit that was in the Kyrie Five, um, and then they they ha- it has like a four foot strap on it, and then. A real, real crazy looking. They're calling it. They say um, it's got a real, real crazy looking outsole with what they're claiming three hundred and sixty degrees of grip. I mean, it's like I think it's a cool design, and when you put the shoes together, it makes a big eye, like kind of like the all-seeing eye. Um, I actually, I I like the shoe a lot. I think it's pretty dope. Price point is one thirty on it. Um. I'm going to talk about a brand that uh, I don't know if I've ever really gotten into on this show. But, and this is also, this is also pretty old. Um, The A6 Gel Light 5 Flight Jacket came out. Um, It is a, it's got an olive green, I can't speak right now. It's got an olive green upper and then orange piping and accents all over it. Um, and there's an off-white midsole with a gum outsole. Uh, you can buy it now. Uh, I didn't see a price point on it. I think they're a really dope-looking shoe. They're really clean. Um, it's also a really dope colorway uh, for fall, for that fall-winter kind of feel. Um, definitely goes good up here with uh, this time of the year when, you know, hunting season and whatnot. Um... Let's uh let's move over to Jordan brand here. Uh we have the Air Jordan 6 DMP coming back out. I don't know how I feel about it to be honest. Um it's supposed to drop January 25th. 200 bucks is going to be retail on it. I don't think it's a bad price. It black and gold is definitely one of my favorite colorways. Um it definitely looks good on the shoe. I just the materials don't look anywhere near as good as what they were on the original DMP, and I I don't know how I feel about this shoe yet. Um, definitely, it's a good, clean-looking colorway on that silhouette, but like I said, I I just I don't know how I feel about it. Um, and then I'm also going to talk about the Air Jordan 14 SE in what they're calling the black Ferrari colorway. I don't know. I don't get why it's the... I don't get the association with Ferrari. I understand that the Air Jordan 14 design was inspired by a Ferrari. But I don't think it's necessary to just associate that. Um... So the shoe on the lateral side has a flat black kind of one-piece uh, leather side that is perforated. And the what I do like about the perforation, though, is like in the toe area, it kind of gives you like how the leather overlays would be is kind of like where the perf is and stuff. It, 
it's not a bad looking shoe, I don't think, but it's just, I, I don't understand the reasoning behind it being bad at having to have the Ferrari connection. To be honest, the shoe reminds me of the inside of a car and not the outside. Um, anyway, it's got a blacked out Jumpman Jewel on the, on the ankle on the side. Um, the Medio side has like a quilted cloth pattern on it. Um, and then there is a carbon fiber mud guard and, um, a few other carbon fiber hints throughout the shoe. Then there's just like the red accents on the, on the, um, outsole that you can see from the side of the shoe and the back and whatnot. Um, anyway, like I said, those are dropping December 2nd for $200. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, and I know that once again, I'm late on this. Um, I did just want to go over the Dornbacher release. Um, so there is, I'm not going to get too much into the colorways. Um, just because they're all kind of crazy and out there, um, and hard to describe, but there is the... Uh, there is a Janoski, just a regular Janoski, not the Janoski Max. Uh, that's designed by Desiree Castillo. Um, there is a Pegasus Turbo 2 that's designed by Sawyer Miller. There is a Air Max Triax uh, 96 by Branson Fernando. There's an Air Force One LV-8 by... Zion Thompson, uh, Element, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Element Fifty Five React by, I think it's Kalia Corona. Um, it's K A H L E A. And then there's the Air Jordan Fourteen that everybody's pretty hyped about that drops on. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not 100 sure where it drops, when it drops, when this pack drops. Um, but there's the Air Jordan 14 that's designed by Ethan Ellis. Um, I like the Janoskis and I do like the uh, Air Jordan 14s. Um, other than actually, I don't really mind the Triax either, the 96. Um, other than that, I'm not really feeling anything in it, but. The important thing to understand about the Dornbacher releases is that it doesn't necessarily matter um, the shoe. This is one time where the shoe doesn't really matter as much as where this money's going towards. The profit from these releases goes back to the Dornbacher Children's Hospital. Um, so... Obviously, me as a parent, it's something that means a lot to me. So, um, and ho hopefully, hopefully Nike kind of learned a learned a lesson last year, and they're not gonna be limiting these releases like they were. Um, just because I mean, let's the more the more that we can sell, the more money that we can raise. So I th I think that that's the way we should go. Um, so. The other thing I wanted to talk about here was something that a uh, friend of the show, Bill, um, 
brought up with me the other day was um, uh, a good website to figure out if you're going to order shoes online and whatnot um, to figure out if they're authentic or not. And here's the deal with today's sneaker game is as a, you know, I, I talked about this in a few podcasts back. Um, but the thing to remember about today is things have changed so much and fakes are so much better than, than they used to be. So you, you really gotta, you know, hone in on things. Um, one of which, um, is just knowing where you're buying from. If you're buying on eBay and whatnot, maybe hit up, you know, maybe hit up one of your buddies that knows a little bit more about sneakers or maybe already has a pair of that model that you can kind of compare it to. Um, another great thing is just use, use the reference of like StockX, especially if you're going to buy, uh, a more modern shoe. When I say modern, I mean within probably the last three, four years, maybe even a little bit longer than that. But basically, since StockX has started, you know, you they'll have the 360 degree view that you can look at and all that. Um, utilize that. Um, there's always YouTube, and you can find YouTube videos. Uh, Mike the Compass is always a really good one. He'll typically have, um, he'll typically have some good videos about his shoes and kind of showing you little details about them. Um, but I just kind of wanted to touch on that quick, let you guys know. And um, yeah, that's a that's gonna be it for our sneaker news and notes. Visit MidwesternGentleman.com to discover what it means to live the Great Lakes good life. Whether it's diving into the Detroit hip-hop scene, profiling up-and-coming distilleries, or just sharing stories of artists throughout the Great Lakes area, MidwesternGentleman.com brings it all to life for you. Visit the .com and search for them on your favorite social media platform. Midwestern Gentlemen, live the Great Lakes good life. And that's going to be it for this episode of the big smart show um as always please go follow me on social media my handle is at biggie s'mores that's at b-i-g-g-i-e underscore s-m-o-r-e-s you can find me on instagram snapchat and twitter there um you can go i forgot to mention this earlier you can go check out our facebook page it's facebook.com backslash the biggie s'mores show I do try and post a lot of a lot of stuff there. Um, I like engaging with people and stuff, so um, keep that in mind. Go check them out. Give us a like. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Shout out to the guys at Midwestern Gentlemen. Um, I know they had a event. I'm blanking on the name right now. They had an event. Uh, that's actually today. That's why I didn't try and plug it at all. Um, it's Boots and Booze. Um, hopefully, if any of y'all were in the Detroit area, you could check that out. But shout out to them guys at Midwestern Gentlemen doing everything that they're doing. 
Um, they got some big shit going on. Um, but as always, I know I touched on it earlier about like my own mental health and stuff, but like, if you ever feel the need, man, reach out, reach out to somebody, talk, um, life is hard, life is difficult to get through, but you always have to remember that life is beautiful, um, in my position as a parent, there's nothing better than when your kid gives you a hug, when the kid out of nowhere looks at you and says, I love you, dad, nothing better than any of that, there's so much to live for in this world, and there's so much beauty out there, Everything is beautiful. Every day is beautiful. So just remember that. Um, put a smile on your face, even when it's tough. Try and help other people whenever you can. Um, but, like I said, just remember that life is beautiful. And I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you have a great week. I'll get back to you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Peace out. Much love to you.